Hey everybody, welcome back to the Video Store Junkies podcast. Tonight we are bringing you a ranking of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. And we are also bringing it to you on video. That's right, you can go to our YouTube page and watch this in video. And being our first video podcast, I'm going to apologize in advance for any audio or technical difficulties that might arise. And we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are here to talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street. And I am here with my wonderful, amazing, highly entertaining co-hosts. We'll start with Mr. Bill Mulligan. Hey. How are you? I'm doing fine. Great to be Good. here. Nice to be able to actually see everybody. Yeah. I'll be able to see their pained expression when I interrupt them for the 10th time. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul... Paul Cardulo, how are you doing? Pretty good. How's it going? Yay. Good. And Zach, Zachary Edgerton, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk about nine of my favorite horror films ever. And uh, also, I'm going to be drinking, just just in case anyone's curious, I'm going to be sipping on my uh, Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> this uh, podcast is not endorsed by Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew, but it could be if they want to send me a couple cases. Could be. So, yeah. yeah. Could be. Could be. There's always time. So uh, we are going to be bringing you guys a ranking of the series Nightmare on Elm Street, and we're going to go in reverse order. Uh, this, we're just going to get the bad stuff out of the way. Cause... Yeah, I wonder which one it will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought so, we were doing them in chronological order. Okay, well, that's new to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Oh, that's right. Paul, Paul wasn't on the last episode. He wasn't on the Halloween episode where we ranked all yeah. those. So. No, the, yeah. the fun of this, Paul, is we're, we're going through the we're going from worst to best, and uh, it's the uh, aggregated score. Only Renee knows because only she got the scores from oh. everyone. So yeah, it's it's a surprise to us which film is actually worst and which one is best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so this first one, or rather this last one, will be a real shocker to everybody. <laughs> oh God, it is the 2010 A Nightmare movie called a nightmare on elm street what <laughs> oh god oh god hashtag not my freddy <laughs> but we we've learned so much since 1984 surely we've gotten better at making movies oh that was so disappointing yeah. well so disappointing yeah. there's so well, many reasons why well, you know part so, of it though is oh go, go ahead Renee, no 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 please I was saying, I don't know, for me, part of it was going, well, is it because, this is the first time I saw that one, is it because it's that, or is it because I've had to sit through eight other Nightmare on Elm Streets before I even got to it, and I was kind of burned out by that point. I'm like, I, yeah. I don't care. There's <laughs> some of it, but I think it's that. I think objectively it's just kind of bad. I don't I don't think it's it Jackie Earl Haley's bad. fault, though. No. No. And, I mean, I, you know, I but think he he's shouldn't just kind of... I, well, I mean, you know, you've had other Frankensteins, you've other, had other Draculas, so... Though, yeah, Robert England is so tied to that character that what, was this I, everyone's was this everyone's last was this yeah, the sure was number nine okay yeah, yeah. It definitely it was, was my, straight my across line. nine yeah yeah because that's what I'm always curious about like how how aligned we are um, yeah I'll definitely tell you as we go yeah I actually I had so I have some I have some I I I did what I did last time to help me kind of rank all these movies which is i did i did pros and cons yes for every movie Sorry. and i'm actually gonna be uh maybe the, the sole voice of dissent here just in terms of like the jackie earl haley stuff i actually think 
he did he is not to blame for any of this i think that he actually did a pretty good job given the script that he was given in fact i think there are a couple of actors in this movie who are really good i think that rooney mara and uh what's the uh, kyle gowner is the other guy uh actually really great actors who have gone on to do a lot of great stuff um but oh my god the script for this is so bad none of them are given anything to work with for me also part of it is the the, the makeup on freddie um, I mean, I know they were kind of go for let's go for a realistic burned look, but yeah, it gave him like why? he had like, but he had like no chin, and he had like he had just he looked like an infant because everything was smoothed mm. out because it looked like somebody who had a a bad burn that was treated as opposed to just you know they were burned alive, and so it just it just did and and I think it it covered up his nose too much so he sounded just like he was yeah. underneath a sheet I don't know it no it looks sad I, to me that was part of it. I've seen real burn victims and they do look like that. And, you know, this Freddie never really looked like a burn victim. He looked like a monster version of a, you know, yeah. he looked demonic and everything. And, and, you know, the whole, not to get politically correct, cause geez, it's me, but the whole thing of making a deformity into um, a sign of evil has not really aged all that well. Um, I mean, yeah, it's consistent with, the premise that he was burned alive and everything, but why should he look like anything? Which is one of the problems I kind of have with Freddy. Why should anything be real? So yeah, I, I get that they were going for this. It's probably, it probably wasn't a bad idea because if they tried to rip off the actual iconic Freddy look without it actually being Freddy, you know, you, you've recast it. So you might as well go for a different look. It's just that it didn't work making him, Am I wrong? Did they make him overtly a child rapist in this movie? Oh, yeah, I yeah. believe yeah. so. They, they, yeah. they definitely okay. went so, went more with the the uh, yeah the, okay the That's molestation unpleasant. aspects of it. I mean, I always well, thought I, that it, was it the is case. a horror movie. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the the thing that kind of threw me about this because I I watched this when it came out in 2010. Um, surprisingly enough, I have not revisited it since uh in, before this podcast. Um, but like. They try to do more with the character and the setup because they try to give him the background with the main characters uh, more so than in the original film. But at the same time, it, it well, A, it doesn't really add anything. Um, B, it's actually kind of creepy and tasteless that, like, I believe they say at one point that basically the reason he's coming back is because of the suppressed trauma of the characters that were molested by him like as kids which is just a little i don't know it's just i yeah. mean i get that yeah, they were it's... trying to do something different but also just none of it lands for me yeah well, I, um, I, do, I actually want to go back to also what you said about jackie or heli i mostly agree except i don't think he got the physicality of the character robert england always had like even from a distance you could see this this physicality of him you could see the way he he moved and he just felt there was something off about him versus with Jackie or Haley. Yeah. I don't know. He just sort of just kind of didn't really seem like he was, was inhabiting that role as much. I mean, I thought his delivery of the lines was okay, but the, the, just the physicality didn't quite work. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, they originally, they were looking to cast a big hulking guy as Freddie. And when they went with uh, Robert England, who's not a big hulking oh, guy, yeah. he went for a more of a Weasley rat-like, you know, twisty kind of thing. Just sort of reminds me of, uh, just reminds me a little bit of like um, 
Frank Gorshman's Riddler, you know? Just the the, oh. the physical motions reflect the twisted psyche and all. The, the problem with this movie is this. Freddy started out as scary and then became more and more fantasy and then comedic fantasy and then full-blown joke. And now they're saying, oh, whoa, whoa, that went too far, which it did. Let's go back to the original. And it's really hard to go back. Once you've played the clown, it's hard to go back to being, you know, the nightmare. But they um, made it yeah. worse. Like, yeah. They just, like, he was never a child molester. <laughs> ever. Like, he was a child murderer, but they never yeah. implied. And even yeah. that was a technicality. So what's the technicality? You know, was he, was he guilty? Was he innocent? Nobody really knew. And now it was like... Here's the Polaroids. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that would have been more interesting. Know, I, I, if it I always took out it that he, he actually was a child molester, but yeah. well, really? That's, I, well, I, I totally, go ahead. Oh. No, I was just saying it would have been. I think it would have been a great twist to turn out they killed the wrong guy. And that, I totally I mean, that, forgot the the end. Great I, reason. I, I totally for forgot the the yeah. twist at the end. So actually, like halfway through, I thought, oh, that's what they're doing because they they even play it like that, where where when he's getting killed. He and again, like Jackie Earl Haley is a great actor, and he does have that scene where he's like, you know, what? What are you? I didn't do anything, and and you actually kind of believe it. As so, I was like, I totally hmm. did. I was like, wait. Yeah. So I thought Those that was actually going to be the twist. Yeah. 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 But no. See that, that? I think that would have been a hot premise. Here's this poor kid, you know, the bastard child of a thousand maniacs. I don't know how word about that got out, but that you know, which again is sort of an offensive premise when you get from the get go that this kid was doomed to be evil. Because his mom was raped by a hundred guys. Well, they they didn't do that in this one. That in, no, in all fairness, yeah. that wasn't something they no. brought up in this in this. And movie. that wasn't in the first no. one either. He was just a, he was just a creepy guy. The parents right. killed him, and now he's come back. It, I think I just think it would have been interesting if they want to reboot it. That would be an interesting reboot. Freddy's innocent, but you know he's out for revenge, justifiable. And as often happens with vengeance, he's become twisted by his desire for vengeance. And meanwhile, the actual killer got away with it. So you could have that B plot yeah. too, huh? Huh? Send me money. <laughs> they never and other reboot that they do. The yeah. kids that he's haunting are actually the kids of the real killer, and he knows it. And he's the that. Ooh. See, <laughs> yeah, I think we just wrote. We just came up with a better, a better twist than yes. the actual film. Um, so the the real killer ran like a he was a doctor ran a fertility clinic, and then <gasps> so. So and then it's a crossover with Doctor Giggles because then they'll make it like you know, and reboot that yeah. at the same time. Uh, oh, wow. I think I think we just came up with a better script than the actual movie. I also did want to just mention because I had this in my notes, there are so many goddamn jump scares in this movie, and this was like 2010 because watching them all together, I, I I'll I'll save my comments about the original, but I had forgotten how actually like legitimately creepy some of the scenes are in that movie, but this. There are no scares in this movie, which is fine. Um, but they but they try to do so many jump scares, like every minute, yeah. and it's just you know why they so get old. you though. It's because Rooney Mara is a walking sleeping pill, so she just sedates you, and then <laughs> wow. something can startle wow. the shit out of you. How do you really oh feel? God. Jeez. Oh yeah. Well, it, well, to be perfectly honest, this is the one I watched the most recently, and yeah. I remember yeah. very little about it. I'm like trying to sit there, go, how does it end again? I. I uh, no, I honestly, honestly don't quite remember. I took a bunch of notes and I left them at school like an idiot. Uh, which is so I'm really <laughs> no. depending on you guys because some of these movies, like this one, yeah. I forget. Well, is this the one where he kills the kid in that particular way, or is it the other one? 
you know, it gets right. you get to the point where some of these movies literally the only thing I remember. Oh, that was a good kill, which yeah. is sad. Oh, and I have two other oh. things. Of, huh? oh, oh, go ahead, Ray. Sorry. Hashtag not my Freddy. Freddy doesn't kill dogs or animals. He only kills people, pre- preferably children. Yeah. That he didn't kill an animal in any of the other movies. Um, and uh, and he doesn't. Yeah, that's right. He killed the dog in this. He yes. does. And he dropped the f bomb. And Freddy has never dropped the f bomb. <laughs> drops the yeah. b bomb a lot. But only the b bomb. All the time. Yeah. All the he time. Does. Now, technically, technically not directly, but he does uh, kill a a pet bird in part two. I believe, but I don't know. Well, if that's, that's only because well, no, that's true. The bird explodes. Yeah. Well, okay. But he would. So... He refused to do the air conditioning. So... Birds don't count. It's the dad's fault. One of my problems with this film actually is uh, because I mean it does bear comparison to the first film because they try to you know they try to do a Tina moment where they oh look you know ha she was Tina you know mm-hmm. she's the one who gets in the, in the first film they establish these characters they establish their relationships. You're like, okay, these people know each other. This one was like, oh, wait, they knew, like, honest to God, I was like, is that her boyfriend or her brother? Mm-hmm. Well, she just Ooh. got in bed with him, so I'm hoping it's her boyfriend, but I ah. honestly don't remember them even being, like, what the fuck? And then it just, yeah. so to me, it was like, who are these characters? I don't care. Yeah, They, they have no the relationship to care. each other. So I think my, my ultimate summary is, uh, I'm glad that the era of Michael Bay producing horror remakes is over, and I hope it never comes back. So, did he really do that? Was he? Yeah, he this is one of, yeah, oh, yeah, there was yeah. there was even an explosion in it. I was like, hey, look, it's Michael Bay. Because I think Bay it was movie. this uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I believe the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, they're all, all Platinum Dunes, isn't that? Yeah, his Platinum Dunes remake uh, company. Yeah. So. More, oh, like platinum, that, oh. more like platinum duds than a rim, all right, guys? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Got him. <laughs> One more thing to shit on this movie about is it just—it was actually <laughs> too polished. I mean, yes. these were always kind of low-budgety affairs, yeah. and they that gave them sort of their gritty charm. And this just had that. <sighs> Renee, I see you grabbing your head. Is that an agreement, or you're like, yes, but I like the polish. <laughs> it made me so angry, and I guess I guess you could call CG polished. I, the latex like head through the wall thing of all the things to do yes to oh my god yes to, why to, that scene to recreate such a classic scene and fuck it up that bad is yeah. unforgivable that was really it was terribly <laughs> yeah terribly but, upsetting and, and, and that my was, uh, was i will say the makeup for this is better than some because i noticed that watching these movies again i wish i had my notes some of the freddy movies at no point does he not look like robert england wearing a mask like, there's been no yeah. effort to make it not look like silicon or latex or whatever it was they used, but it's definitely not flesh. So, yeah. you know. this one, I mean, he did look, it, the, the makeup did what it was supposed to do, I just, I think it was a, a bad concept. But yeah. yeah, it's not memorable. Look, they, <laughs> this movie managed to kill the franchise. <laughs> Again. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And it stayed dead for a, for a long time now. The longest it stayed dead. So yeah. now they are making another one, right? Are they? Uh, that's the, the are, rumor are has they? it that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because 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 um, Heather Langkamp's like, I'd like to meet Freddy again. And Robert England, who said, "I'm never putting on the makeup again," they're like, "Oh, we want Robert England again." So it's like, yeah. you know, Robert England's probably also like, "I would love another." Yeah, <laughs> I would love another <laughs> one of those. So yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh man, should we move to our next candidate? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, okay. I've already spent 
Yes. More time speaking about this film than it deserves. Yeah. Yes. I apologize <laughs> for shifting around my chair. Yeah. All right. So, number eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Renee, can I uh, can I actually butt in? I have, I forgot my, my special secret rating, ratings. Oh, rankings. yes. Um, yes. I actually, I have a, I have a, a special list of rankings uh, independent from the actual film rankings. And I'll start with this one since it's the first one we're doing. Uh, this actually came in, let's see. Uh, this came in at number six on uh, my special rankings, which is ranking every single credit song. Shut the song. fuck up. Is that yours? That is what I did. <laughs> Renee told me, we told each other beforehand that we had secret rankings, uh, but we didn't tell each other what they were. Are you serious? Okay, well, what, what was they're this? Because so strange. Compile those. Where they was this? They're so strange that okay. you're like... Huh? This is this is number six on my list. Where okay. was it on yours? Hold on, and let me see. For those of you who don't recall, and, and, like everyone who watched this movie doesn't yeah, recall yeah, anything about it. Uh, the 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 credit song for this one was "All I Had to Do Is Dream" by the Everly Brothers. I had it at number six. Oh. Uh, now I love this great song. I had it yeah. a little bit lower just because it wasn't a, an original song like some of the other ones. So, uh, yeah, number six out of eight because one of the movies doesn't have a theme song at the end. Oh, see, I actually put this one as number two. Oh, okay. No, that's yeah. fine. Because it's a, it yeah. is a great song. It is. Yeah. I thought I it was yeah. very. I think yeah. it was maybe after the trauma of having watched the movie that it was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> it brought like, you oh, down. That's cute. Yeah. Like, okay. It's like, oh. Okay. All right. I apologize. So that's that that's. So I'll do that at the end funny. of everyone. I, I I was wondering in the back of my mind. I was like, I wonder if we. Okay. But, I did uh, the same thing because I was like, "What else could you be comparing?" They're so. I bet strange. I know which one is number one. I was going to say as long as we're, we're agreed on number one, but we'll get to that later. Uh, okay, I, I apologize. We can move on. No, no, that is so freaking funny. Okay, our. So our I'm curious. Eight. What is the, this one? This one is bad, but not even bad enough to be the worst. I mean, Correct. this is the middle child syndrome here. You know, second now, to last one. That's. Sad. I I don't necessarily agree with this. But somebody, <coughs> Paul Cardulo, um, did something to adjust something. Anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, so number, sorry, that didn't make any sense at all. Oh, God, Zach, I'm so sorry. Did my ratings throw everything off? A little bit, yeah, you grew So I, ra- I rated this one a lot higher than you guys did, I take it? Actually, it was the next one that screwed up. Anyway, okay. we'll, we'll get there. Okay. Our number eight is uh, 1989's a Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. Yeah. Yes. I concur. And I, when I tell you that it came in last, it like the average rank was like 6.75. So like it was still, it's very strange, the ranking system. I don't so wait, know. I could this, be... this is number eight out of, right? Nine. Out of nine, right? Out of nine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Where, where did everyone have this one then? I had uh, this at eight. Paul had eight. Bill had seven. Uh, you and I both had six. Oh, that's right. I know which one I put worse than this. Interesting. One. Okay. I might. I might not be. Um, am I doing my calculations right? <laughs> I don't know. Are you? The math on that does sound a little weird, but it, it could. does I don't sound know. weird, right? <coughs> but I feel like when I tell you the next one, it'll make more sense. Hmm. Because it should oh, have. It should stop, have. Stop recording. <laughs> I'll two, make sure I know how to math. Three, I don't. Four, you're not going to. You're not actually doing the average of the numbers. What you're doing is you're. you're you would reverse. total all the numbers. You could total all. You could, I guess you could total them, do an average, and then rank those averages. Or you could just total them, which would be the same thing, and rank those, and that's where the ranks would come from. 
and it's not going to necessarily be the average is not going to be the average. It's a six. You know what I'm saying? Well, you were so. giving them you were, you were giving them points in reverse order, right? Like right. number one had nine points. Number nine had one point for everyone, right? And then you added those numbers. What? Together. No, I said I just listed them in order. Number one was one. Number two was two. Number three was three. Number three four was four. Number five was five. Number nine was number nine. No, but I'm put... saying Renee to, to tabulate Renee. The, oh, oh. the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or she could just give them one, like one, two, three, four, and the one with the highest number is the lowest one. You just order them that way. We are a well oiled machine. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> as long okay. as you're consistent with how you do it, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, it should be fine. All right. Well, what Renee, I'm saying is we... the average number isn't necessarily going to be the. Yeah the the rating as it were it's going to be because you could have several that were like 6.5 6.7 it's going to be the relative the relative weights i mean i don't think anyone anyone in audience land is going to be like you know the dream child is the second worst one this is an outrage i mean i feel like when i look at (laughs) the numbers it looks looks right you know okay we'll we'll roll with that count with the other one we'll just we'll just agree that whatever happened it was paul's fault yeah uh, yeah. I'm actually kind of interested then to hear it because so I had this at number six, but really, as did yeah, I. Yeah, that wow. was only because of it wasn't because it's a good movie. It's because there are three movies that were far shittier than this, in my opinion. So I mean, oh, I'm curious well, to see. Let's get into talking about this All one because right. yeah. I think that's well, Paul. You had so it should the we lowest, get back right? to recording and talking about it? Well, we're still sure. recording. Oh well, we never stopped. I mean, yeah, in terms exactly. of officially talking about it. Yeah. Paul, you had this the lowest then, right? You had it number eight. Yeah, I did number eight because to me it was uh, utterly forgettable. The The effects were, I mean, I didn't really give a shit at that point. And again, it could be because this was the eighth one I watched. Well, no, this wasn't because I watched other ones after this. Um, no, this one just was, it didn't work for me. Um, there was nothing, I can't, there was no, nothing really memorable about it to me. Hmm. It was just a, I mean, I could probably, between this and the one I rated seventh, I could probably swap them, perhaps. But no, no, because that one has better kills. No, this one I just like, eh, it was, I liked Baby Freddy, but, you know, oh. other than that. Fetal Freddy? You liked Fetus Freddy? Yeah, <laughs> because he was Fetal Freddy. But, you know, other than that, it didn't make sense because he looked like a burn victim when, you know, he didn't get burned in the womb. But I figured it was just a representation of him Maybe she's been out, drinking but... those spicy hot soft drinks. You know? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just, uh, there was not, there's, to me, there's less even to talk about this because it was just sort of forgettable to me. Yeah, I, I'm with Paul on this. I, I think, and I think part of the reason I disliked it is that, um, especially once Renee sent me, uh, I was, I was finally able to watch Dream Master. This is a big drop mm. in quality from Dream Master with basically the same main character. Um, yeah, it's like they, you know, they was just coasting on the success because Dream Master made some serious coin and they just kind of went with this. I didn't really get the whole Freddy thing. I, I'll tell you one of the problems I have with the later Freddies is especially if you watch them in a row in a short period of time. I don't understand the rules. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> Freddy's rules. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he's this demon and in and in his dream dimension, he's got all power he's like you know the power of a god but you punch him in the nose and he cries sometimes sometimes you cut off his fingers and he laughs sometimes this sometimes that i i don't i don't get the he's a complicated here. guy yeah yeah because yeah. it's, it's dream logic bill dream logic's inconsistent yeah. it's dream logic 
And, and, you know, it's, it's, whatever works. Yeah. And, you know, he could kill you at any time, but he's a dick, so he has to stretch it out. And like all Batman villains, that's his comeuppance. Right, you know, he could just, like like death in uh, Final Destination, he could do it, but no, that's too easy. not going to give you an embolism, he's going to stretch it out, and then he gets his ass kicked. And, I mean, I do like the fact that he is a bit of a coward. You know, it's kind yeah. of fun when they turn the tables on him and all of a sudden, you know, he's he's squealing. But, I, you know, it takes away from the character, what is he? What? How do we defeat him? Um, you know, every every movie they figure out a way to defeat him, and then the next movie apparently it didn't work. Right. Or they've forgotten about it. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, I think my biggest problem with this movie and a couple of the other ones is just like, uh, like my, in my cons I had, I just said, continues the trend of weird and tenuous reasons for bringing Freddy back, which is in this film, it's just like, and a couple of the other movies, just like, yep, yeah, he's back. Or he's back. like in this one, it's like, okay, she's pregnant and somehow that lets him come back. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't watching the film closely enough, but it really felt like, uh, yeah, like it definitely felt like they were like okay, we need a, a reason to bring Freddy back. Let's just have a one-liner in there about you know he's back because of the baby or whatever. Right. Um, I think that like okay, so there's and there is a lot of this. I have a lot of cons for this movie. Uh, some really stupid moments like the 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 thing about him uh, like the super Freddy thing. I mean, it's just so many stupid <laughs> so setups. Stupid. Uh, it's so dumb. Now yeah, and it's like movie. thanks. Oh God. Wait, is this is this the one where he's <laughs> honestly? Flying I was like, oh. Uh, no, no, that, that is that's actually, that, that's, 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 uh, that's pretty said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Way to spoil it. Uh, Sorry. and also <laughs> like you mentioned, Bill, that this is like the follow up to the, to the, uh, you know, the dream master Dreammaster. direct sequel. Uh, they don't, it, I mean, they kind of remember him, but it's also like everyone has just moved on from that and they've made a yeah. new, like she's made a new group of friends just so that he has more people to kill. Um, yes. And then just the whole thing about like, okay, now like his mom is a, ghost or something and yeah. which we kind of saw in previous films but then they have to let her spirit go so she can get into the dream realm and absorb it was so good him like, into her mom's her here uh, yeah so lots to hate about this well, it's movie. about However, motherhood see it's about motherhood because that's why it's the dream child so so here's where i'm gonna here's where i'm gonna defend <laughs> the film just a little bit um i thought it was actually a decently made film even if it's somewhat forgettable and stupid <laughs> there were a couple of sequences that I actually really liked. Okay. Uh, the uh, I actually referred to it, Bill, uh, referring to a movie that you've mentioned recently. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of a little bit of like Tetsuo the Iron Man, the scene where he's on the uh, bike and the bike starts like yes, the bike grabs yes. him and like turns. Yeah. I actually love that scene. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, it's silly, It's but it's it's kind of cool to gross out. Um, well, they they the, actually did model that after Tetsuo. Well, there you that go. Was, I mean, in the, okay. I don't know if you saw like the the um, Never Sleep Again, which is a great documentary. Yeah, it's been a they, long they actually, time. One guy refers to him as nice. as when we get, make him look like Tetsuo. So that was yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So that was were, that I was mean, I think intentional. There were enough. That was also where they mentioned that most of this film did not have a finished script. <laughs> really? I couldn't. Yeah. Tell. Yeah, and I mean, well, um, I mean, originally it was they tried to bring in a lot of uh, um, splatterpunk writers. I mean, John Skip was one of the original writers. Yeah. yeah. And he said the and... only the only line they kept from their entire script was the it's a boy he said the otherwise their entire uh, <laughs> script was just thrown out yeah that was that was kind of yeah. interesting because i yeah i saw a skip and uh what is it craig specter is that the other guy yeah. his writing i yeah. think so yeah, yeah. When, I, like, when i saw their names i'm like hey but then yeah. i'm watching the movie I'm like ah so that explains a lot if yep. they if they wrote a yeah. script that they then proceeded right. to throw out um, there were about five or six different scripts it sounded like 
they went through a whole bunch of them and a lot of different people wrote different things that just got shredded through which this is, this is also sort of a, a common theme in several of these films but yeah they started shooting without a script they were um they said that a lot of times the like the, the actor who played the comic book nerd who i just wanted to punch he was so terrible <laughs> anyway he said that he didn't even bother memorizing his lines because right. he knew they would just change they had a new script every day yeah yeah, the comic book uh, stuff is another reason I hate this movie because I, I love comics. <laughs> so bad. And I can think of a whole bunch of cool things you could do with the premise of Frank Krueger horror comics, and they went with what they did. Yeah. They went all take on me. Yeah, I was just going to guess. <laughs> like, that's immediately what went in my head when I saw that. Ugh. And then yeah. he, like, turned into the paper and he got all shredded, and I was like, yeah. all right, that's Now, I believe, that's I believe this also is one that got edited, that they, they did cut out some scenes to get the R rating and that was one. Of oh them. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to defend this one too much. It was definitely yeah. middle of the pack for me. Literally the only reason it's that it's not lower is because there are films that I hate more. So much worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun yeah. then. Woo-hoo! Can't wait yeah. till we get to Oh, <laughs> this is going to be bananas. All right. Get ready for this one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, Renee, you didn't say what you thought about this one. Yeah. I thought, Oh, I didn't. Oh, no. um, the kid is weird, but, you know, are you talking about the, the the little kid that the plays his yeah. or her son? Yeah, yeah. Did you guys recognize him? Because I, for some reason, I did. I don't know why. Oh I, yes, but I but can't remember what it's from. Dang he, it! He is uh four, I believe, four years later. He's the kid that Alan Grant scares with a Velociraptor claw in Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. Oh, so yeah. he grew up to be a really weird looking kid. I'm sorry if he's listening now. He's a <laughs> He's a grown ass man and could punch me in the mouth. He did. But... Apparently, he's he's really funny though because he did a scene or he did a, a skit where like when Jurassic World opened, he went out to theaters and he was like offering to sign autographs. But like he like he knew that no one knew who he was. But he was like as a joke, he was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm the kid. Uh, I'm like, you remember from Jurassic Park, the kid with the flash? Yeah, it's me. You want an autograph?" It was uh, kind of fun. Anyways, I, I do great. enjoy that. That is nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, good Renee, did you have other thoughts or do you want me to? Can we get, um... get into our? Uh, that was really song. it. Yeah, I think just some of the... I think just that it... When it was like, oh, take on me, that's funny. You know, that's what kind of made it a little bit better. And like Zach said, like, there's just at least one other that is worse. Yeah. Oh, wait, one, is, one thing about this one. Is this the one where they had... um, Like, they had naked Linnea Quigley pushing through his chest at the end? Was that this one? No. Or was that the, that, that one the one before me. that? the one the one is that, that four yeah okay i'm, I'm almost positive well, how, because... how does he get killed in this one did the kid like vomits at him or something right <laughs> he totally was it, like oh yeah was, i forgot the kid how turns does freddy freddy how does freddy yeah. get killed yeah. yeah yeah i don't freddy, remember yeah he turns into the fetal freddy and then the mom come the ghost mom or whatever comes and like absorbs his soul into her womb or something <laughs> Am I... no wonder i don't remember it yeah, yeah i'm, I'm almost positive weird. Like you guys, I binged all these movies and they all kind of ran together. But I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure that's how he dies, yeah, or how they I kill him. So. I remember he got um, stabbed in the tongue, which is a, yeah. So I will say this: this was number six on my overall rankings. However, it's number seven, and again, it's out of eight uh, for the theme songs. Uh, Renee, where did you have this one? Oh God, okay. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta know. <laughs> So for those of you who don't remember, and I don't know how you couldn't, how you could forget, uh, the theme song for this one was "Let's Go," performed by Cool Modi, which yes. is like the like Freddie goes hip hop. I actually like uh, this um, 
Because number I had one. a tie, I ranked this as number eight. So this would have been my last <laughs> nice. worst. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, we're on the same page with it. It's awesome. This, yeah. this one, as soon as it came on, as soon as this thing started rapping, I started laughing out loud because it just reminded me of a... They had a Simpsons sketch once where they're, it's like they're watching a Zorro movie and it's it's all completely screwed up. And then at the very end, in this period Zorro piece, suddenly they come on with a rap song about Zorro. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's that's this. It's so I mean, strange. It was, it's, I guess it's, in, it's cool that Freddy transcends like genres and because like obviously for a long time he was about like you know the rock and metal and mm. i guess you know hip-hop fans also liked him so it's kind of interesting that he transcends genres except uh yeah this is just <laughs> it's just awful so number I, seven. this might have been the movie where i realized i, I don't think i remember oh so what, what renee sorry oh i was gonna say i think this was just this was the movie i think i think where i realized that i had to make this list <laughs> <laughs> yeah See, for, for me i don't remember it because at that point i was like oh the movie's over thank god yeah you turn the yeah the, the TV i was off. like yeah. oh i'm done <laughs> fair enough yeah, i was gonna true. make actually like a compilation video with clips of all the songs <laughs> for you to hear them but then i realized like oh so many copyright strikes yeah so all right maybe at least one <laughs> all right i'm excited yeah what'd you guys what'd you guys put at number seven? Oh my god number seven all right. Number seven. Freddy's Dead. Oh, the good. final night. Thank yes. God. Yes, I agree. Bill yeah, and I, I rated I... this as number eight. Oh. Zach, number seven. Now, Zach and Bill, please prepare yourselves. Oh, Paul no. rated this oh, number no. three. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> it was okay, fun. hold on. So, so just to be clear, <laughs> I rated this... Uh, just to be clear real quick, I rated this as number seven... But not because I think it's better than two movies. I, I had it tied with another movie, so I actually only have eight rankings. It's tied for seven. But Paul, I'm to please, put this at Paul, eight please Paul, go off. Did you, were one, were one of your <laughs> okay, children conceived me, me... while watching this movie? You have some special reason to like this? I mean, no, no. All right, so let me kind of give you my reasons for this. At this point, we we've kind of talked about as the series goes. It started off, Freddy was scary, and he got goofier. He got sillier. I mean. Two, he really wasn't. One and two, he had like a few little things in it. It was three, really, that established him as, you know, the yeah. the, the the quipster, right? And sure. it kept going and get more and more ridiculous. And in this one, they said, "Fuck it, we're we're just he's he he is, at this point, very humorous." the The woman who directed it worked with John Waters. A lot of the people in the crew were John Waters' crew. The woman who got sucked out through the top of the the um. Airplane was supposed to be divine, but divine died. So at this point, it was, and then again, it with with, you know, it, at this point, they're like, "Look, this is the last one. Fuck it, we're gonna have fun with it." And that was their idea, and that was that was their premise. That was the movie they wanted to make, and they said, "Fuck it, he's a cartoon. We're gonna make him a cartoon." And they had fun, and I had a ball watching it. Um, I dragged my lab partner Wendy and her boyfriend to go see it because i was like oh it's in 3d not realizing only like the last you know 15 minutes of it were sucker. but we went and s what sucker oh wait 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 <laughs> oh you got him these are my actual freddy's dead glasses that's, these oh, are the those are oh my god that's Thank awesome you. um though it has an advertisement for house party 2 on the inside well, but these not... are the actual ones so i should be reviewing it like this yeah that's it a good was one. a ball yeah, it was a hey, it was a ball. It was fun. Oh. It was whoa, <laughs> coming right at me. Whoa. So to me, it was exactly the movie they wanted to make. 
And so I mean, and I I really regret, it was sad that they couldn't have divine in it. Oh, would, would been... you like some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so here's so, the thing. Here's the thing. I respect that. I, I respect yeah. that they made the movie they wanted to make. Unfortunately, the movie they wanted to make was not a movie that I wanted to watch, <laughs> because. Uh, and I will actually, I'll refer to one of my favorite quotes from uh, Bruce Campbell is sometimes the easiest movies to make are the hardest ones to watch. And I think this one might fall into that category because it sounds like they did have a blast. And you could tell they had a blast. Yeah, 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 they had fun um, doing it. But, um, oh my God, like, <laughs> sorry, just, I have a whole list of things to talk about. So I'm going oh, to see the floor to someone Probably else. the things you guys are going to hate are the things I loved about it. So go yeah, for okay. it. Roseanne I mean, Barr and Tom Arnold. Yeah. Those <laughs> oh, aside from that. But no, I mean, again, that was the... <laughs> That was yeah. the look. We're having a ball. They had a. They had. Yeah. They were the hot shit at the time. Sure. Um, hey, but thing is, apparently Roseanne was pissed off because she thought she would only be there for an hour, and they kept her for an entire day. So there oh, you go. Boo, freaking who? I bet she. Uh, I bet she was right there at the craft service table. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Anyways, that's, that's a little odd. Um, before I go down my list, uh, Renee, how do you feel about this movie? Um, <clears throat> pardon me. I did not care for it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, what did you guys rank it as? Well, I'm curious. Well, we uh, we all had straight eights. Yeah. Well, technically, I was say, was, Zach was tied, but I technically it was an eight for me because I and had, actually yeah. I will say if I when I change his score to an eight, then it ties it for last place or for oh. um I'm sorry for uh, oh second. wow it yeah I would have just last. I would just put it at eight if I had known if I had yes. known that it was gonna <laughs> and then I would naturally have announced this <laughs> kick it down first yeah, yeah. um my first when I my first note is not terribly memorable or I just didn't take good notes and what? then I watched what? yeah and then I watched it again and wrote not terribly memorable because um, <laughs> the opening was very weird and disjointed yeah um, I thought the video game thing was kind of quirky kind of you know it was what was it like a year after the Super Nintendo came out so it was very on brand you know topical yeah Johnny I had Depp a power glove, I'd be wearing it right now. Right. Maybe the yeah. best thing I could say would be the Johnny Depp cameo. Yeah. Um, it's clever. But the end where he was like, kids, am I right? And then, like, his head. Yeah. And it's like, Whackety schmackety do. Oh, which yeah. I guess is what was coming at you at the end. Yeah. yeah see, if you, if you didn't see it in 3D, man, you missed out. Because <laughs> so, so that was actually we, pretty cool. I so will Paul defend Paul on this because I would I am a sucker for old school 3D the the, the red and blue green glasses yeah and I was surprised I like because you know I was surprised um, it was red and blue at the time so and I even like the fact that it's not entirely in 3D sorry there's there's like a one of my favorite uh, old old 50s 3D movies is called The Mask where there's a mask and um, <laughs> they when they put the mask on you put your glasses on then you see cheapo 3D stuff so that was kind of cool and and all but they uh, then they do that with one of the final destination movies too like the last 20 minutes was in 3d or something mm. um, oh, i don't know i never Maybe actually, I've never seen any of those but now oh, watching it now without series. the benefit of any 3d whatsoever it blows it's just a bad yeah. movie it's not good so there's nothing the witch the witch, <laughs> the witch was great no, come it on wasn't. no it was not again you, again you have to take it for what it was and again was keep in mind shit. this is done by like this is done by like people who work with John Waters and that kind of stuff and going, let's just go camp. Let's go cartoony. Actually, I didn't like the, the video game was a little too much for me at that yeah. point, but I did like the Inagata DeVita bit. That was pretty cool. and getting sucked in, but, um, 
So yeah, let, let me go down my list. <clears throat> I had, had Yafet Koto for God's sakes. Come on, any movie with Yafet Koto should be bumped up a well, bit. He's. I literally have three good things to say about this movie, and he's one of them. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't really get a lot of screen time. I wish they had like made him the main character or something. A um, couple of things. Uh, okay, I, yeah, I have three three pros. Uh, I actually don't hate the underlying premise of this movie. Just the idea that like he's. I don't understand how he killed all the kids in Springwood or why, because you know originally the idea was he's going to, yeah. after the kids on Elm Street. Um, but I do kind of like that. That's kind of an interesting premise. Uh, unfortunately, they do nothing with it. Yafet uh, is great. Uh, it's it's it is cool to see that Alice Cooper cameo as his dad uh, or stepdad, I guess. Um, however, everything else about this movie is awful. Um, yeah, like. <laughs> He literally plays Breckenmeyer as a video game. I hate that so much. And then he has a power glove. I think he even says, he says something about, I didn't write the line down, but I think he even says something about having the power glove. Um, no, he says, now I'm playing with power. And apparently they had originally Bitch. asked Nintendo about it, and Nintendo said no, oh, and yeah. Robert Shea said, fuck you, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> um, also, like, okay, so this is, like, Bill, you were talking about the, the kind of rules for Freddy. And I hate the fact that, like, a lot of these movies just get away from the... Like, the underlying premise of the original film is so great. It's a guy that kills you in your dreams. Uh, there's stuff you can build on. Some of the other... Some of the better sequels do. Um, but a lot of these movies, like this one, now he has these powers where he, like, traps you in Springwood and you can't get out. I don't know how. I don't know where those powers c come from. Yeah. It's not explained at all. Um, <clears throat> it's he kind of... stronger. Uh, well, he got, yeah, maybe, I don't know. But then like, also, I'm just okay, the, the thing, actually, Paul, the thing that you, uh, cause wasn't the, the woman who directed this had worked on like all the movies, right? She started as like a production accountant or something. Yeah, she did. First she really? Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's almost more offensive to me though, because like yeah. she, she had been worked, she had worked on all these movies. Um, she had like, uh, an affiliation with the, the franchise, but then we're doing shit like, uh, he has magic powers, um, I wrote, we're six movies in here, and we're still, we're uh, just now retconning that he had a kid, um, which we're just I making hate that stuff trope. up. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, and then the whole thing about the dream demons, like, oh, it's because of these dream demons that we haven't mentioned in the uh, yeah. preceding five movies. That's where he gets his powers from. Okay. All that well, stuff, it just. The whole kid thing, I do have to give you that, because I think it would have been more interesting if they had had spun off and it was. Instead of making it ten years in the future, make it twenty years in the future, and it was, it the was dream Alice's kid. Yeah. yeah, I thought that would have actually. And, and at first, it was like, oh, or that where they're going with it. It was like, oh, no, because then he'd only be like, you know, he'd only yeah. be like twelve. She'd only be a twelve. So yeah, I think, I think if they had taken that and gone that direction, that would have been probably pretty interesting, and not have to add this whole, you know, thing yeah. where they're throwing in. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. For me, I, honestly, well, it's just the, the young actor said it was pretty difficult to play the scene where he's smashing her mom's head against the tree. By the way, no. Oh. Um, the the just, just the fact that he's a straight up comedian. Uh, it's just I hate it so much. Uh, yeah. That's that's honestly the bottom line for me. Is just like they have gone full comedy with this, and I hate everything about it. So yeah, yeah. And, and the comedy's not that funny. If you're gonna, it's you're not. Thrown, yeah. you've thrown away the fact that he used to be scary. He's not scary anymore. He's funny. It's like, well, okay, yeah. but make it funny. And we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to. I have some comments about that in some of the some of the films that are hopefully rated higher up um, about why it works when it does work. But yeah, in this case, it's not funny. It, yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's not funny and it's not scary. So you don't have a comedy and you don't have a horror film. What do you have? Right. I don't know. 
I liked it. You have Paul's favorite movie. And I have these cool glasses. <laughs> I still have these cool glasses, which are still useful all these years later, too. Yeah. I just want to say, when we do when we do get to, um, like, some good movies, we're going to just keep throwing in your face that, you know, this movie got bumped for Freddy's Dead. And you're, you bet. You're telling of it. Some, some yeah. good movie that bet. is probably, and I bet no. I know which one it is, that everyone picked as number three. Yeah. I don't know. You. We'll see. Yeah. Paul, Paul, you said this was number three on your list, right? You bet. Yeah, okay. You gotta say it again, because okay. it's still so unbelievable. Ooh. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's all I have to say about this movie. It's, oh, uh, my God. Definitely So how does it rank mu- music-wise? Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess we can... Uh, we Freddy's can go, dead. Think, Renee, did you want to dump on it, too? Uh, no, I think I covered what I needed to cover, I, I do believe. Um, I had this song... This was my tie for number seven. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't remember why exactly. I know there were reasons. Some of the songs that I list, I had to honestly was going back a few times, but um. So yeah, I had this. I had this again. I kind of gave some of these uh, songs preference because they were original songs. Uh, this the uh, credit song, uh, closing credit song for this film. For those of you who don't remember, was. Uh, why was I born? Freddie's dead in parentheses, performed by Iggy Pop. Um, oh it's wow, a, I love Iggy it's Pop. It's a perfectly fine, yeah, it's a perfectly fine song. It's uh, it's one of those movie or it's one of those songs like when I think when I it, it kind of didn't register when I was watching the movie, but then when I was doing these rankings, I went back and listened to all the songs and I was like, okay, yeah, this one's fine. So I had it number four, which is literally dead in the center, hmm. but because it's fine. That's fair. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, Iggy Iggy got a payday, so that's good. Yeah. Okay, so our next movie uh, is 2003's Freddy vs. Jason. What? That chestnut? Ra- was this like Paul's number this one? one? <laughs> I, I you rated did number actually. five. Did I, number did five. I rate this? Um, Bill rated this number four, which, I, which is, you know, uh, I, can, I can explain why I think that's fair. Zach yeah, and I okay. actually both rated this number seven. Um, wow. tied, tied. This was fried, tied with a final nightmare for me. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. I mean, I feel uh, like I'm going to be Paul talking about this one. <laughs> no, Take but it I'll, away. I'll be backing you up, though, Bill. Yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah. Paul, well, you'll but, be yeah, Paul but, and Paul. But your Paul. credit is shot to hell right now, so big deal. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for nothing. I've never seen this. Oh, what? go ahead, Renee. Dive in. Go. Oh, uh, I remember seeing this in the movie theater, um, and I liked it. In I remember liking it. And yeah. I remember when it started and you're just like watching along and it was like what, a couple of minutes in and all of a sudden they like start playing like a metal song or something. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And it had very much like a kind of a like rock, you know, a heavier like aesthetic, I guess, to it. Um, so I definitely liked it more when I first saw it. But watching it back, it was like, oh, shit. And it honestly might have been just like that 2003 cringe of like, oh, it's a cringe. If I may, Renee, I think because yes. I also this was I'm too, uh, too young to have seen any of the other movies in the theaters that I did catch this one. Uh, this is a movie that you definitely had to watch with an audience in 2003 to appreciate. I <laughs> like think that was so. my thing. Like there were people yelling things at the screen. There were people reacting. Yeah. There were pe- you know people making comments. And it was like it was a, a really good movie going experience again in 2003. Yes. And watching it back. And then there was like. 
a few cringy moments where it was like, oh, God, I can't. Um, yeah, it just, and it's funny because I could just see myself in like five years from now being like, oh, this movie's great. You know, and like I would then be putting it at like number four. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this time it just kind of hit me a little bit different. And it could also have been because I watched them all in order. So, Oh, could be. So I want to hear, I'm curious, like uh, like Bill said, Paul's credibility is shot to hell, but I do want to hear from Bill why this yeah, one is Yeah, well, so well I, wait, I got to say, because I'm, I'm below Bill in terms of it. I mean, the only reason I didn't rate it higher is because it was more, seemed more like a, J, like really more heavy towards Jason than it had more of a feel of a Friday the 13th film to me than, mm-hmm. um, than, than a nightmare film. And it also was a little slick Yeah. But I think most of the things I'm going to say positive about it are, are, things probably bill's going to touch on so i will cede the floor to mr mulligan to defend this film well because I had, i'm probably going to agree with yeah. you on most of those i mean i had high hopes for this because um the director ronnie Yu did the bride with white hair and the bride with white hair too and i was really really into hong kong cinema for a while once they became available um his career once he came over to america didn't really pan out the way i was hoping it would i mean he did he did some of the Chucky, I think Bride of Chucky or something. He's he's done some stuff and everything, yeah. but he did, I, he I don't did think fearless. He, yeah, fearless I just didn't Lee, feel like pretty... that. I really was disappointed. I really thought the Hong Kong guys were going to come in and really change things, and it's more like Hollywood changed them. Yeah, but okay. Listen, I love Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. It's not a good Frankenstein <laughs> movie, and it's not a good Wolfman movie, but it's a great Frankenstein <laughs> meets Wolfman movie. I. And, and that movie is literally, it's like 60 minutes long and 58 minutes are getting to the point where they meet each other and, uh, you know, have tea and croissants. No, they start fighting. It lasts for 11 seconds and then the dam breaks. But I still love that movie. I, I just love the premise of these two creatures coming together. It doesn't make a lick of sense, really. You know, not each one of them, for some reason, you know, in, in the dream world, Jason has no power. And in the real world, I don't know why Freddy's even there, but, you know, there he's able <laughs> to get hurt by Jason, and, and apparently he can't hurt Jason. It's got a scene where you're slapping, um, you're hitting canisters of gas, and they're flying like torpedoes. And I actually had an experience with that because I worked in a laboratory when I was in grad school where <laughs> someone, and it wasn't me, but someone did not tie down the big canister of gas, and we came in in the morning, and it had launched itself into a wall. <laughs> would have taken off your leg like a like a hot knife through butter had i been there so yeah that was pretty cool um you know the blood is gushing out like shogun assassin it's everything i wanted in a freddy versus jason movie i put my brain on hold and you know just letting these two guys slap it around yeah i didn't really care about the human characters they were okay um they had a little bit more personality than your typical jason movie so um you know yeah it's fine for what it is. It's definitely middle of the road, but I like it too much. Now watching it, watching it again, you're right. You're right. It was way more fun in 2003 with an audience. Yeah, we were hooping and hollering and cheering every every time one of them. We we were we were like, it was like watching the Cowboys play uh, the Cowboys. You know, you're just you're just rooting <laughs> for someone to get hurt. And every time someone got hurt, didn't matter who, we cheered. Yay, they cut off uh, Jason's fingers. Yay, he cut off Freddy's head. Yay. And on and on and on. And it had the stupid what? ending that you could see a million miles away coming, you know. It's it's That was exactly again that was one was that they just kind of pulled out. They they had done yeah. like they they had done a couple different ones that didn't work very well and they're like, um, 
okay, instead we're going to do it like this. I don't know. I, actually, I like the ending where they walk up, and, I mean, you know it's not going to be Jason staying there. It's the knife, and you pull up, and it's Freddy there, and then Jason kills Freddy with his own hand. I mean, I, I like that, and then the Freddy wink at the end, all that. Um, <laughs> what I, The thing I like about this is, Bill, and you kind of so mentioned dumb. this with I liked it. It fits the character, though. It no. fits the character. I hate <laughs> winks. I hate winks. I hate it. I ah. hate it. Every every Superman cartoon, it's like, well, Lois, not everyone could be Superman. Wink. And I'm like, Clark, what the hell are you doing? Uh, you know, I, I don't like it. I didn't like it when Sarah Palin did it. I don't like winks. But I but it worked for this movie. It worked for this okay. movie. Well, but I just want to get back to actually the thing I like. You had mentioned, Bill, like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, yeah. 11 seconds. This, I mean, they meet early on. Yeah. He's at least trying to control Jason, and and then you have you the they actually the the big mashup hits about two thirds of the way through the film, so it's like the third act. Yeah, it, oh, yeah is it's, where it it's comes a long in. Fight. Yeah, and um, another kind of interesting tidbit that they, they pulled up was the I don't know the actress's name, and I have IMDb up. The one who plays the the the, the female lead in this, um, when she was a little kid. She accidentally she she had seen Nightmare on Elm Street and had such bad dreams and nightmares and couldn't sleep that her mom put a picture of Robert England and him as Freddy next to her bed. And she had to stare, look at it before she went to bed every night for two years to say, it's just an actor. It's just an actor. It's just an actor. So the fact she got to kill him was just like to her, that was like a great catharsis. So I thought that was kind of a fun Fun. So we're not we're not going to mention the fact that child social services should have been called. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Is that she? Uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't you know advocating that's the way to treat your children. Um, but of course, no, then you again, keep I keep them you know, home and show them audition instead. They <laughs> <laughs> showed my youngest audition when he was eleven. But um, uh, yeah, so I I think you know I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I, I like you said I I like the fact that it's a mashup movie. And they mash it up. To me, the biggest issue, though, was that it just seemed more Jason-y than Freddy-y. Yeah. That's fair. So here's... I'm going to go down my list of why I hate this movie. <laughs> oh, um, boy. So the one... Okay, I have one one pro for this movie, uh, which is, again, this movie actually has a, an interesting underlying premise of uh, the, the fact that they're keeping all the Springwood kids doped up so that they won't basically summon Freddy. Actually kind of a cool premise. Mm. Uh also a callback to, um, what was it, part three with the the, uh, the drug that they're using. Hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No that's sale. like the only that's really the only pro I have. Um, uh, cons. Uh, okay, so yeah, so I think my biggest problem with this movie is this is definitely like late stage Freddy being brought back. This is not early stage Freddy, and you could argue um, this is supposed to be like you know, basically uh, a spectacle. It's not supposed to be a horror movie. No one expected it to be a horror movie. But man, I would have loved to see them try to make this at least a little bit scary. Or at least, I mean, there are, I don't think Jason's super scary. I think there are some, you know, there are some elements to him that's, that are scary. I would have just loved to see, like, not not late stage jokey uh, Freddy. Um, mm. I could not remember, like, literally only one of the actors stood out to me. Uh, that was the, uh, which I I had to look him up because I was like, I think he looks kind of familiar um, because all the acting was just so mediocre to me. Um, but uh, the the guy, uh, Brendan, F Brendan Fletcher, who plays Mark, you guys remember Mark in this movie, right? No, of course you don't because all the characters are so generic. Yeah. But no, he's the, he's the, the not the, the main guy in the institution, but the guy's friend, the blonde guy. Um, he was actually, he's, he's actually had a pretty big career and he actually went on to have a small role in The Revenant, which is a movie that I love. So hmm. um, good for him. 
Um, yeah. Real step up there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think my biggest problem with this movie is like, there are callbacks. It's kind of weird to me because there are callbacks and there are references to the other movies, but it feels like, like the people who wrote this only watched like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street's parts like four through seven and yeah. didn't really, I don't know. It just felt like a really weird and granted, like you said, Paul, I know that there were like a million, a million scripts for this movie because they had been trying to make it sure. since Jason goes to hell. And it was, it was one of those things that was in production hell for uh, no pun intended for a long time, but hmm. man, like this was how bad were those other scripts? That's my question because well, wow, or, this, or how this, good were they? I mean, really, this, think, yeah. this feels like this feels like a compromise. We're going to take a little from this one, a little from that one. Like, Act, that is probably that is probably uh, yeah. very true, Bill. Um, and then well, yeah, what I surprised mean, me script wise was there's the sequence that I mean because this is what this was 2010, right? 2003, um, three, 2003. Oh yeah, oh I'm thinking the other one. Yeah, 2003. Still, yeah. still, that surprised me that. That Freddy goes, um, and he's like, "Ooh, some some dark meat." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh like that, you wouldn't even say that in the '80s. But and she, then, then she dropped she, the f bomb. Uh, yes, <laughs> the yes, other that is bomb. Which was yeah, the other f bomb. Which is like, what the hell? In fact, the one of the screenwriters is like, "That was not ours." He's like, "We yeah. didn't script that." Um, and it was <laughs> I like, just like, I like how wow. we are though. It's like. He's a he's a child molesting murderer, so, but you know, rape, but he's also uh, yeah. racist. That's just taking it a little <laughs> yeah. too far. Well, it, I, I I'm, yeah. That's true. That's true. But then yeah. one of his his victim is the one who's being yeah. homophobic and throws a homophobic yeah. homophobic slur. You know, I remember so it's even like, two thousand three. I was like, what the? Yeah, that yeah. did seem was, a little awkward. Yeah. Well, and then they said, and uh, actually going back to her, they set up a whole thing about. It's like, again, it probably because the, the scripts set things up and then realized, oh, we're not going to do this. They set up a thing where she has, you know, an issue with how she looks and she has a dream where right. he tears her nose off but doesn't do anything. So you're like, oh, she's going to be killed that way. And instead, she gets she gets taken out by, by Jason. Which, which and, again, I just hate that, that sequence where he's like, got your nose. It's like, God damn it. Jokey Freddy, I hate it. Anyway, Jokey Freddy. Well, but that—that's that, uh, the that—that's the Freddy that the fans wanted. That was the Freddy that yeah, people demanded at that point. People so, were not guess. wanting the scary Freddy, and that because that <laughs> we look at the films that that got more and more money, and it was getting jokier and jokier. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, I like the premise of Freddy trying to control Jason because Jason yeah. is the Frankenstein monster, and Freddy is Dracula, and that's an old. That's kind of a fun trope of Dracula. And then at some point, of course, Frankenstein turns on him, as he does. He's like, no, no, I control you, blah, blah, and it, never, and it all goes bad. So, even, I mean, I don't think this that... movie is even meant to be in the continuity. This is like a standalone. Because oh, no. it's never, yeah, no, yeah. It's, ne we will never mention this again. Yeah, it's non-canon. Even, well, even apparently, that... apparently was actually supposed to start, like, with, because uh, it came after uh, Jason Goes to Hell, I guess, and was supposed to yeah. start... As a direct it, continuation of that, at one point, it made um, a the, the one load of money, did, so I don't know why yeah, they didn't make yeah. a sequel. One thing I did like is that that Freddy is trying to fuck with Jason's head, where he's like, you know, he's he's like as as his mom and yelling at him yeah. when Jason's in Dream World. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was actually I I kind of liked that bit. I thought that was kind of neat. I like that mm -hmm. bit too. The counterpoint though, when he's in Dream World, he also. Uh, bumps him around like a pinball machine and i believe there are actually pinball oh machine sound effects and okay yeah i, for, <laughs> I forgot there were, God there, damn were. It. there were yes there were but oh. you know what, what's funny is i think the yeah the, the the jokiness again the jokiness in this one was okay but didn't work didn't work as well for me as in the the much better freddy's dead 
I don't like the jokiness in that. Because I think that was the overall tone there. This one, it just kind of yeah. like stood out more. I don't know. I th- this is this is like I would argue some of these movies are actually uh, I don't I don't want to say timeless, but like I think that some of them are more relevant now than this is and they were made way before this movie this is definitely this feels like a product of its time between the soundtrack which we'll get to in a minute uh the special effects which are i would argue have aged worse than a lot of the earlier films that were made in the 80s and uh the fact that you have like scenes where like the the stoner kid and like the weird like uh uh alice in wonderland uh like toking freddy caterpillar i don't know it's just all oh, so about stupid. That. Yes, so weird. It's so stupid. So weird. Now, did you um, guys? Did you guys see the? Have you guys watched the um, Never Sleep Again documentary? A long time ago, oh. so I retain very little. There's, there's, there's a funny gag that I won't spoil then in okay. the documentary about that character. So, uh, so yeah, I got nothing else to say about this movie. I guess, I guess you could, I guess the only, well, the only good thing I have to say about this movie is I think it is, if I had to watch it. If I had to pick between like my bottom three, and I you had told me you have to watch another one of these again, it would probably be this one, because it's I guess a guilty pleasure. I yeah. didn't really get pleasure out of it, but whatever. You felt guilty, um, so I I felt guilty watching it. Um, if we don't have anything else, Renee, do you wanna do you wanna compare notes on the on the closing credits song for this one? Yes, <clears throat> I did a lot of like ties for some reason. I don't know. Okay. I might have, yeah, um, I have this tied at. Uh, my number four. <laughs> and now I will tell you the reason. <laughs> not because okay. it's good. <laughs> so, you're all, so you're all wrong about something <laughs> when it comes to this movie. <laughs> yeah. Not not that I thought it was good, but uh-huh. it fit with the other music in the movie. Which was also what was, awful. What was this one? So the, this? the theme song for this one, uh, do you have them written down, Renee? I, don't, I didn't write this okay, one. Okay, the, the theme song for this one is, of course, how could you forget, Bill... Uh, how can I live by Il Nino? Uh, you know, yeah, that song. Um, is oh. a really like if you put this song on. If I had never seen the movie, if I'd never heard the song, if you put the song on, and told me when was this song recorded, I would probably say two thousand and three, like <laughs> without any prompting, because it is like the worst like new metal. This was like the, the around when like Lincoln Park was big. Yes. And like everyone was trying to be like, yeah, it's basically, it's basically an imitation yeah. Lincoln Park song. It's, it's awful. I hate Lincoln Park and I would take any Lincoln Park over this any day. So, uh, yeah, it was number eight for me. Last, dead last. Wow. That with is a really bullet. funny. Yeah. yeah. With a, with a machete. And a it's, yeah. And it's not, again, it's not that I like the song, but the rest of the, the, cause it was like, you know, like in the dream child where it's like busts out with a rap song, like yeah. there's no rap in this whole movie. So at least there had been like rock consistently through right. the movie. So that's awful new metal, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh gosh, that's really funny. All right. Here we go. <laughs> We're halfway through. We're Where halfway are we at? through now. We're at this numbers. one is, is going to be interesting. I'm really curious cuz I know Paul and Bill, you have certain thoughts. I'm curious what yours are, Zach. Okay. So wait, number wait, five. what number is this one? It's oh, number 5. Project. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's 1985's number 2, Freddy's Revenge. Oh, uh, okay. And we actually had some pretty consistent scores here too, as well. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Paul rated it number six, and Zach and I rated it number five. Nice. Now I, I could think I, I might could, have I could a... go back and forth on this one. This is one of those yeah. ones yeah. that. Um... Can I can I sum up my thoughts on this real quick? Sure. Sure. This is this is not a bad horror movie. No. This is just a bad Nightmare on Elm Street movie. 
That's yeah. my. That's thought. fair. That is fair. I, I I liked the premise. I don't like how they did it because remember it was the second one, yeah. and so they were like they could have changed mm-hmm. the rules, and that's what they were kind of trying to do. And I I think if it had been, you're not sure if he's the one actually doing the killing. I think it would have been better, oh, right. and if they got rid of the whole pool scene. <laughs> oh yeah. no, I love the pool scene. Well, oh no! <laughs> that's that's the thing, though. I actually I'm fine with the pull scene, but again, like, the, so so this is this is my main problem with this movie, and this is why I actually struggled with where to put it. Um, this is the second film. Like, it's not like they were at number seven yeah. and they were like, we haven't we covered out all of ideas. Ground. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is the second film, and they're already again like the first film has a amazing original idea, and then this movie basically throws it out the window and says. It actually doesn't really have anything to do with dreams or it does, but like he's trying to manifest himself through the, through this kid. And it, he, he basically, he's, he could break all the rules that we set up in the first one, mm-hmm. which I, I hated. It totally disrespects the, the premise of the original film. So it, it feels like the screenwriters were given a synopsis of the first film, but never bothered to watch it. And this yeah. is what they came up yeah. with. Well, I mean, he said he, he wanted to do something different. He wanted well, to take us, take a, yeah, did. the screenwriter did, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I, what's funny is, I think it actually would have worked better as a later film when the, when the yeah. films were starting to get tired. I think mm-hmm. that's when it's okay to break some of the rules sure. because you're like, okay, we're going to do something a little different. And uh, yeah, it, as a second film, it just didn't quite yeah. work. And I remember going to see it in the theater um, and we were kind of like, I, I mean, our yeah. reaction was, man, what's interesting though is I remember when I watched it, the dogs, I thought, I remember I thought they looked really cool and they're great. This time I watched them and like, Oh my God! Those were terrible. Those just look like shit. The little dogs with the baby faces, you know. Like, how oh, yeah. could you make oh, a dog less scary? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean like, it was oh. funny because I was like, but I remember seeing it in the theater and thought, I remember like, wow, those were pretty cool. That was like one of the things I liked about it, and I remember them much different than when they were. So that actually reminds me. I I didn't put this together until you just mentioned them again. But like, do you remember the scene at the end of the? Do you know what I'm gonna say, Paul? Yeah, what yeah, movie yeah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. freaked me the fuck out as a kid. Oh, and yeah, when I rewatched yeah, that it, I was, was like, "That's kind of goofy." But as a kid, it was like, right, what as the a fuck? kid, it was so unexpected. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's a... yeah. Uh, now, of but course, it this... looks it still looks good though compared yeah. to compared oh, to yeah. those. These okay. look like they had little plastic baby masks on. <laughs> That's because I they mean, did. This movie used to be on everyone's list of you know bottom of the list, and it's gone through a certain reevaluation because of things that came out afterwards. The, uh, no pun intended. Yeah, the homoerotic yeah. subtext, yeah. which is now. I mean, I, I don't remember. I remember thinking at the time, he's got the most girly scream of any scream queen I've ever heard. I, I, were they doing that on purpose? And and the thing with the gym coach was was weird. Yeah. Um, but it didn't strike me as much watching it now, and maybe it's just with the awareness. Yeah, that, you know, having having actually seen the uh, the lead actor um, at a convention and stuff, gone went to one of his panels and everything. Oh, yeah, good God, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, Lakaja Foe only wished it were this gay. So, <laughs> um, you know, that was, and, and yet I guess they denied that for a long time and made him think he was crazy yeah. for even thinking that. And and you know, so there's somewhat. That, there's, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Have you have you seen there again? I back to documentaries. There's an excellent documentary called Scream Queen: My yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, which is about it's by Mark Patton about him and about how it right. it basically killed his career because um, hmm. it's interesting to see him talk in uh, uh, Never Sleep Again, which I think was 2010, 
and he's like, oh yeah, you know, this was it was kind of fun, and I did the little dance, and it was fun to see that the little, the little dance, and they played that at gay clubs, and and someone said, oh yeah, he was an out actor, and oh yeah, this is what, and then and uh, Robert England's like, yeah, I, I knew this was there, and I played up the romance between me and him, and and then you see uh, Scream Queen, he's like, no, he said I didn't even realize I was gay at the time, and he said, but everyone else apparently did, and then they went and said, oh, and then in the eighties being a gay actor it's like in the height of aids his career was just flushed down the toilet and so to see him the way him talk see the way he talks about it later in scream queen versus the way he talks about it in um never sleep again is really kind of an interesting that comparison interesting. yeah yeah i mean i i can so, i can see why this is like kind of got undergone reevaluation because like i said i mean yeah it's not a good friday or <laughs> not a good friday the 13th movie it's also not a good no, nightmare on street movie but um but when you that's why i had so much trouble ranking this one because i was like it's when i just like look at the movie like if if this was if there was no groundwork if there was no uh you know if this was just a standalone film it would probably be higher on my list and it, and i it, i think it would be more of a cult classic and i think it is a cult classic now to a certain extent especially because it, it kind of has an interesting place you know in the uh in the kind of uh body of like queer horror and people have come and uh come around to like you know reassessing it because of that so um yeah i don't know i had i had you know it's not a bad movie uh the only like the only i mean the fact that they threw out the basic premise of the film two things that i did think were kind of weird though um first of all is it just me and maybe maybe bill i don't know if you picked up on this because you would about any i think if anyone would but like the freddy makeup in this one seemed so bad like it seemed worse than any of the other movies, and I don't know why, but it was just bad. Um, it was a different. It was a it was a different um, makeup like guy. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and but I sense. think this is the one where they actually redesigned the makeup. Um, Did they? And then they took this and used this as the basis for three and so forth. Uh, so it was the know, starting point. Three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just I just know that like this one, the first one's good. I mean, it's low budget, but it's good. But and then you know after three three and on are good, but this one was just like really bad. Um, and I also I didn't quite understand, and maybe I'm maybe I, I I'm just not paying enough attention. But like this one starts the weird trend of like making Nancy's house a focal point for Freddy, and I didn't quite like I know that they because I guess they had his uh, glove in the in the in the house and maybe, i don't know if that was i don't know but they they like i can't remember if this movie or later ones they even refer to it as like oh yeah this was his house or something and it's like i don't know so that kind of confused me um but yeah i didn't i didn't actually have a lot of like huge which sounds more than... like a halloween exactly yeah yeah well i mean but... it, it came down to robert shea was like we need to make a sequel yeah. and we need to have some sort of connection so there you go yeah i mean i think that's it came down to, to money and making a sequel yeah honestly um i want to get actually back to one other thing that actually is kind of good about it and and it's you know we talk about the gender swap and how how mark Patton is sort of a a male scream scream queen um his his this character's girlfriend in it it what's interesting is she she's basically the hero heroine she's the one who saves him but she's not uh what we think of nowadays a girl boss and she's not you know i'm gonna kick her ass she's still very feminine and she saves him it's kind of neat because instead of being that kind of that it gets a little too tropey now with, you know, I'm a girl boss when I kick your ass. And there's plenty of those in, in these movies, but she wasn't, I mean, she saved him otherwise. And, and I kind of like that aspect of it. Um, another thing I noticed in this movie was they very, they leaned very heavily on the whole 
fire some fire usage of fire and yeah. fire is a, a sign of freddy hence the exploding um the exploding bird there was some <laughs> weird humor in this like the 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 fu man chews cereal which <laughs> yes you that, that was right? funny that was funny. but yeah. they, they tied but they tied that in because she had the fingers you know she had the long fingers mm-hmm. for that so but i was like it was such a weird thing it was weird so and apparently the exploding bird poor clue gallagher got hit in the face by it and had a scar oh, oh no so, yeah hmm. there you go i was just i was just looking up a, a freddy's Freddy's face evolution through the years. I can see, yeah, oh. the, it's a little cartoony in this one, and I think they kind of toned it down for three. Which, I, yeah, I, I don't think around. it was. I don't think it's even the design that bothered me. I think it was just it just looks bad. Like it just looks yeah. like putty. Badly like colored. they slap putty on his face. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, hmm. The first one. I mean, the first one they did a pretty good job of really keeping him in shadows and, and yeah. filming him right. But of course that was directed by Wes Craven. So there's going to, you know, I kind of expect there's going to be um, a level of um, quality. I, I can't remember who directed this one. Not that he did a terrible job or anything, but hmm. well, uh, pretty much all the films were like, uh, um, well, it's not, well, four was, um, four is Rennie Harlan. He had already done like prison, but most of the others were like first time directors. Well, this, this was this was actually. Well, uh, I did actually write, you, but that's I, I did write this down because so this one was uh, directed by Jack Shoulder, who I don't think he had a huge career, but he did make uh, a a very underrated sci-fi film that I love called The Hidden. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. he did that after yeah. this though. Oh, yeah, he did, so he did hidden after this one though. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think this was his maybe his first his directorial debut. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love The Hidden though. But well, yeah, I'm probably uh, the only I gotta person on this planet who didn't think this was a gay movie. <laughs> I don't know like, it's because I watched it too many times when I was a kid because it was like on USA Up All Night they had I think the only thing no offense to Mark Patton that was gay about the movie was Mark Patton he had no chemistry with the girl there was yeah. nothing gay in this movie I watched well, it three times the gym, the gym time. teacher the gym coach gets yeah, coach, the gym you know, coach is at a leather bar ass slapped <laughs> to death I mean right but but again, people are like, "Oh, we're reevaluating this," and it's, it wasn't a positive gay portrayal. That was oh, played yeah. for laughs. I remember yeah. in the theater, everyone laughing at the the coach. Oh, he, the guy was right. He really what is it? As at a leather gay bar, leather leather bar. <laughs> so I mean, that was that wasn't like being progressive. That was oh, oh no, you know, it was it was played for laughs and homophobic back then. That yeah. was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, and, and also Bob Shea does have a uh, does have a cameo. As the bartender yeah, in the right. leather bar, so if you ever want to see Bob Shea, as, uh, as the ticket taker in one of the other movies, he's he's in a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. he's in so. most of them, I think, as well as his sister. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Uh, now, did did we have anything else to say, or should I? Mm. Should we get to our? Oh, I really liked the end scene. That was one I always... Because I saw it, I think, when I was a kid. Yeah. So it was something that really stuck out to me was the girl in the bus. And it was like... I, is this the first movie... Is this the first one that has uh, Robert Englund without his makeup on as well? Oh. I don't think... Oh. Is he in the first... They don't show his face He's the, the bus one. driver. He's the bus driver at the very beginning, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So this is... Because he. I don't think he, he's without his makeup in the first Yeah, I just, I just thought of that. Um, so, uh, again, this actually has a great song. But uh, I did rank it a little bit lower because it's not an original song. I rank this at number five. Honestly, it should probably be tied for number four. But 
Um, this was, uh, did you ever see a dream walking by Bing Crosby? Oh God. So here's the thing. Um, on decades of horror, another podcast I do, uh, we just did the lady in white and that, that's hmm. the, that song, the little girl ghost is, is constantly oh. singing that, um, and then we're watching this one because we I just watched that one with Sean, and then we're watching this. And we're like, oh, geez, they would get away from this. But this is yeah. the original Bing Crosby version, I guess. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Him singing, yeah. Well, it's creepier uh, but... when a little girl, ghost girl, is singing it. That's really creepy. Yeah. And then little go- little girls sound creepy when they're singing anything, especially if they're jump roping in slow motion. Yeah, ah. and singing rhymes about hiding from serial killers. Yeah. Uh, Renee, where did you have? I'm just curious where did you have this. This all right, don't make fun song? of me. Uh-oh. I ranked number this one. Number one. Oh, okay, that's fine. You if you know, hey, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the classics. Yeah. There's there's two reasons. One is just because, like you said, I mean, it's just like oh, it's, you know, it's like a nice little ditty. Um, <laughs> but typically, at the end of all the Freddy movies, it's there's sort of like this. Oh yeah, we saved the day and everything's great now. You know, kind of a thing, and then they go into their like whatever rap song or something. And um, this one was like, oh shit, like this is bad. Things are bad again. And then, you know, they go into this little kind of charming song, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I really like the juxtaposition of that. So, um, interesting. Well, it, I mean, you're wrong. It's not number one, but we'll, we'll, I'll explain to you why soon. <laughs> I am looking forward to tell you telling me okay. why you're wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the first half of our rankings of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Stay tuned for next week when we will have the top four. Good night!